I didn't know who I was at that time. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and, and the fear made me like delusional. Mm. And when I say that, I mean, it, it made me think that being in a group was okay. Okay. Being in the background was okay. Let, uh-huh. it, let someone else be out front. I'm fine with that. Let okay. me be in the background and just kind of add my little piece to it. Yeah. So, um, Fear limited my vision. Hey, what name of this f-ing show? I talk great. I talk great. Man, you already know what it is, man. It's your boy, Mr. Williams. I talk great. We in the building here with the man himself. Sir. Keenan the experience. Yes, yes, hey, yes. Hey, hey. <laughs> in the building. <laughs> yes. How you doing, brother? Man, I am. Uh, fantastic, man. I'm doing good, man. That's awesome, man. It's been a minute. I don't remember. When was the last time I seen you? I think it was at the, man, what was that event? Sacks After Dark. Yes, there we go. <laughs> Sacks After Dark. That was a minute. Yes. Was that yes, last that, year? That was before uh, the pandemic. Yes. Yes. Damn, that yeah. was a little minute, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. That was a good event, though. Yeah, yeah. And um, I, I, I wanted to do it um, annually. Uh-huh. So, it's in the back burner, so we'll, okay. be, we'll be looking out for that. No, yeah. we got to bring that back, man, because you were doing your thing yeah, on stage, yeah, man. Yeah. Thank you, bro. Thank you, bro. Yeah, yeah. I want to start bringing in guest artists and, okay. and all of that good stuff. So it'll be uh, like an R&B jazz uh, festival okay. at night. At night, so it'll be like a grown and sexy thing. Not all right. feel nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a vibe. Yeah, yes. You know? Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. yeah. yeah. That's what's up, man. Yo, we definitely need that back. Yeah, yeah. We're going to do it, man. We're going to do it. All right, all right, all right. But how you really been doing, though, man? Man. Outside been, of all the music and all of that. Well, God is good, man. I can't complain, man. Okay. Um, recently, man, uh, just a couple of days ago, man, I was in an accident, man. Damn. Yeah, really? What man. kind of accident? Yeah, man. So it was a police chase. <laughs> you was, was in a police chase? I wasn't in it, but it, uh, the car that hit me was a stolen car. That's something, man. Damn, the yeah. car that hit you was a stolen car, man. Wowzer! So yeah. where were you? Um, I was actually about three miles from home. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually leaving the show. Okay. Um, so it's about twelve that night, and I'm on my way home, getting ready. You know, about three miles away, and next thing I feel, I hear this boom, boom in the back. Uh, Damn, my car, man. So, uh, my my passenger side, the, the rear wheel. Popped off. Nothing but rim. The rim cracked in half. So I got half a rim on there. Bent. Split in half. And I'm just dragging down the street. So I'm like, what's going on? The car stops about 100 feet in front of me. Two guys jump out running. Police car pulls up behind them. And I'm still in in awe. Like, what happened? What the hell is going on? (laughs) And um, long story short, uh, they caught them, and, and I'm here, and I'm fine, and I'm doing well. Damn. Yeah. Well, yeah. we're glad you made it out of that, man, because that's crazy. Yeah. People, yo, when they it's say pe- New York drivers is crazy down here, these oh, people man. getting yeah, crazy. Man. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Crazy. Like, what the hell? <laughs> Damn. Well, we're glad you're out of that, man, and yeah. we're glad you're here doing the thizzle. Yes. But before we move forward, right, mm-hmm. you from Pompano, right? Papa, no, how you know that, man? Man, I did my due diligence. 
<laughs> from, okay. from the Pino. Yes, sir. Okay, so what was the music like at that time? Oh, man. I ain't uh, trying to expose your age. Yes, you but. are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Um, it was good music, man. <laughs> uh-huh. He's good. Okay. Uh, Kanye or was it? No, nah, it was before Kanye. Okay. Yeah, before Kanye. Before Kanye, yeah, man. But it was good. It was some good music. It 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 it, it set some trends back then. Okay. And and, and it was good, but we don't want to we don't want to tell too much of my age, but All right, but, but you're good. looking good, brother. Thanks, you bro. know what I'm saying? Thanks, like bro. you're staying in the gym, you know. Hey, I like you, bro. I mean, I'm trying to team. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to be Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> no, I mean, but me, either, me either just trying to keep it, you know, a little sexy. Yeah, it's trying yeah. to be fit. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. cardio. And healthy. Yes. That's what it's about, bro. And to cut back some rice and soda yeah. and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, once you hit certain, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I got you. I got you. <laughs> so who'd you grow up listening to? Man, um, are, are we talking about? Any genre, or are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, like any genre. Like, what was you? What was you in your tape deck or your CD player? Or well, um, man. And then again, I'm gonna be telling my age <laughs> if I tell that. So, uh, I don't know. My dad used to be playing uh, some Isley Brothers. Well, well, they, they transcend time. So yeah, that's true. So, so definitely, yes, Isley Brothers. Yeah. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rick James. Rick James. You know, yeah, Smokey. Smokey. You know, yeah. uh, that's what my dad was playing. Now, well, you know? well, I'm I'm a full. I, I appreciate music all around, so we can go far back. Um, okay, um, beyond my age, um, where I was influenced, you know, mm-hmm. by different artists. So, mm-hmm. so I mean, we got Stevie. Um, yes, um, we got Luther. Um, we got Patty. So. And then if I step into my arena, we're uh-huh. talking about saxophone. Mm-hmm. We got Birdman. We got Sonny Rollins. If we if we bring it up a little bit to more of the contemporary, yeah. we got Gerald Albright, Kirk Whalem, uh, big influences on me, Grover Washington. So okay, so all of those people. Oh yeah, had an influence yes, in yes. And uh, my very first experience mm-hmm. listening to jazz that that actually. Um, influenced me to start on sax was Grover Washington. Okay. Man, my dad um, was a big jazz uh, fan, and he introduced me to Grover Washington, and that was my first time really, really hearing a saxophone player. And Grover was like on the curve of changing how uh, Mm -hmm. saxophones performed and played. Mm -hmm. So he went into more of a contemporary mode when he came on the scene. So um, I was like, whoa. How old were you at this time? Man, I had to be, I think I was in junior high school. Okay. Junior high school, uh, like around the sixth grade. Okay. So is that where it hit for you? Like that is where it clicked? That is where it hit and clicked. Okay. Yeah. That's where it hit and clicked. Because I saw also, you know, like I said, do my due diligence. You you went to Elite High School? Elite High School. Uh, oh, man. And I you played for the Marching Tigers. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. So now we know why you chose the saxophone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it yeah. wasn't even a question for you. Yeah, it wasn't a question. It wasn't the. It was a beautiful instrument. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the curves on it. Okay. And the curves kind of remind me of the curves of a woman. I always say that. Ah. But and you know, I was a bit of a little nerd back then. So. Okay. Um, for me to to look at the sax and, mm-hmm. and see those curves, I'm like, man, why well, can't. I think I could do some damage with that. Okay, so you was already envisioning. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, yes. okay. So 
after high school, was there any college? What did you do after high school? So after high school, I joined the Army's band. Um, the Army's band. So you went to the Army? Yes. Went into the Army. And okay. Played, and, and played for the Army for three years, man. So you went to the Army to play or you yes. went to the Army to learn how to? Well, all of that comes with it because they prepare you. Um, but my specific job was playing the saxophone. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's so interesting. I've never heard anything like that yeah, before. Man. Like going to the army. Okay, so you went to the army to play the sax? Yes. Yes. Wow. So in the army, you know, everybody has their specific jobs. You have mm -hmm. mechanics. You have infantry. Um, you have like drill sergeants. So each person has their specific job. Okay. So when, when, when these colonels and generals and they have their balls and these major balls uh, and graduation they need music okay yeah. so you were like in the entertainment field yes in the army but yes. you still had to go through the training they they yes. woke you up early in the morning yeah. get up you oh, fine yeah, dog yeah, yeah 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 went through all of that um actually i don't know if you remember the movie full metal jacket i've i've i, I didn't see it but i know what you're talking so, about so there was this scene where there was this one private who everybody picked on, mm -hmm. and this guy came back and you know went loony and shot his drill sergeant and killed them. Oh and, wow! And, and I we we had an experience that was close to that. Really? Yes, man. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And this happened. I'm telling my age. This happened before <laughs> the movie. Okay. So when I saw that scene in the movie, it reminded me of that time when I was. Um, in the army, man. Damn, so they drill y'all that hard to yeah. make a person want to come back and shoot the ish up? Yeah, man. They don't play. Damn. They don't play. Now, one thing about it, you will be prepared. Okay. Um, prepared for life or just? Life and uh, for uh, battle. Battle. <laughs> so you prepared for battle right now? <laughs> well, no. All that, all that, that's worn off, man. That's <laughs> long gone. <laughs> okay, okay. So why the... <clears throat> army and not college so i i without having true guidance mm -hmm. when i was younger mm -hmm. i was falling to the wayside kind of going in the wrong direction the streets yeah okay um you was thugging a little bit man <laughs> keenan was yeah, thugging don't, don't nobody know nobody <laughs> <laughs> I'm a good okay. guy. Okay, okay. Um, I'm a good guy. A good thug. But uh yeah, man. So I and you know, everybody kinda thought I was gonna turn out to be a bomb and all of this good stuff, man. And really? They thought you wasn't gonna be nothing. Yeah, man. Damn. And I had scholarships. I had scholarships to go to FAMU, University of Miami. What? Uh Alabama State. Uh, okay. Uh Howard. Um What? Yes, man. But not having the right people around me. Okay. Um, you know. Okay, okay, okay. opportunities, yeah. Damn. No, I definitely know environment yeah. is key, man, you yeah. know. But I do also feel like we do live in a time where college now is not necessarily right, right. needed. You know, so I want to throw this in here real quick. Yeah. If you don't want to waste your time on colleges and expensive boot camps, you can make 60 to 80K a year learning tech sales and it's the fastest way to break into the tech industry, actually, right? So you can sign up today to Course Careers, get $50 off when you use the promo code ITALKGRAY50 on the checkout page. So if you don't want to go to college, 
hey, you got another alternative. That's pretty dope, man. I led you into that. Yeah. That's all right, man. <laughs> A little segue, you know what I'm saying? All right, so what type of saxophone do you play, though? Because I know there's different types. Yes, yes. So I actually play all of them. I have really? played all of them. Yes. Soprano sax, alto sax, tenor sax, and baritone sax. I actually marched in the band with the baritone sax. Okay. Um, and when you're talking about Ely High School, mm-hmm. we were one of those schools that danced. So just imagine me being smaller than I am now with a baritone sax out on the football field, wow. halftime dancing with it. That was crazy. Okay. Yeah. So you was getting a. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. No, sorry. Go ahead. No. So I was getting ready to say, so mm-hmm. um, eventually um, I kind of narrowed it down just to three. Okay. The soprano, alto, and uh, tenor. And mm-hmm. when I found my niche, mm-hmm. and I, I played alto for many years, many years, and I still do. Okay. Uh, depending on what the occasion is, if I'm playing with some bands or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I found my niche in the soprano. Soprano. Yeah. Okay. Why would you say that's more your niche? Because I I like the mood that it sets. Mm. Um, and specifically, we're not talking about just soprano. We're talking about curved soprano. So a lot of people see my saxophone, and they're a little bit confused and say, well, it looks like an alto, but it sounds like a soprano. Mm-hmm. So it is a soprano technically, but it's a curved soprano. And I just found my space. Um, you found your lane. Yes. Okay. Soprano. Yeah. Okay. Okay. A man yeah. said he found his lane. Yes. All right. So you're in the army. Mm-hmm. Then what? So I'm in the army with the alto. Okay. I hadn't touched soprano at that time. All right. Um, after I I did about three years in, and I started getting bored with it. Because wow. Using the military for three years. Yeah. Three years. Ooh. Yeah. I got bored with it, and um, it wasn't fulfilling to me Mm -hmm. because it was a little, you know, kind of straightforward. We did the same music, but I wasn't able to express myself. um, Okay. And that's what I wanted to do Mm -hmm. on saxophone. Okay, okay. So I got out, went into the workforce, um, um, and I started performing on sax um, with some bands Okay. Uh, but you had a nine to five. But I had a nine to five. Okay. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. So you didn't just go out there and thug it, thug it. You just said, hey, let no. me go. No, 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 I didn't do that. <laughs> so are you a business owner, entrepreneur, entertainer, and you got a story to tell? You want to get your brand out there to the world? Well, you reached the right place. Let's set up an exclusive interview between me and you. I talk great. And we're going to go ahead and get your brand out there to the world. But hear what you do. Go ahead and send me an email with the words gray at italkgraymedia at gmail.com. See you soon. What kind of job did you have, you know what I'm saying, that did the military prepare you for? Uh, Or was it totally separate? Totally separate. Had nothing to do with the military after I finished. Um, It was just a regular nine to five. Um, I think it was actually custodian work. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, was, you got to do what we got to do. Yes. You know? Yes. We, ain't, we can't knock the hustle. <laughs> yep, yep. Custodial work and um, just honing my craft mm-hmm. um, to where it expressed more of me. 
Okay. So yeah. would you say you were taking it seriously at that point or were you still just kind of trying to team? No, I don't I don't think I was taking it as serious back then. Okay. Um, I, I to try to turn it into a profession. Okay. I took music serious mm. because of the musicians that I that I was around. We mm-hmm. all took it serious music. Um but my vision was limited at that time. Okay. So I wasn't thinking about trying to do music on my own. I wasn't thinking about trying to put out any music to the public or, yeah. or an album or anything like that. Okay. Yeah. You, ain't, you ain't see it yet. No, I didn't see it yet. So what do you think was stopping you from seeing the vision? Um, was it still environment? <clears throat> Would you still say that? Um, I won't say environment. It's just that at the time, the people that I was around, um, you you couldn't see that. Because it was more of a group thing, um, a collaboration of of trying to do something. Okay. So at that time, there, my my vision couldn't see a lot of solo performances, uh, and, and okay. I and I don't think I was ready for it either. And on top of that, fear. Okay. Yeah. No, sometimes that does. Lots of times that plays a huge yes. part. I tell people all the time, anytime you do fear something, it's mm-hmm. kind of an indication of what you should be running towards. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like mm-hmm. a signal. Right, right, you know? right, right. And we don't we don't see that at the time. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I didn't know who I was at that time. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and, and the fear made me, like, delusional. Mm. And when I say that, I mean it, it made me think that being in a group was okay. Okay. Being in the background was okay. Let uh, it, let someone else be out front. I'm fine with that. Let okay. me be in the background and just kind of add my little piece to it. Yeah. So um, fear limited my vision. How long did it take you to come out of that type of mindset? <clears throat> a very long time. Years. Wow. It took me years to come out of it. And a good friend of mine mm-hmm. uh, by the name of Michael Kennedy, what's up? He's a uh, saxophone player himself. Okay. Um, he started, and this this had to be uh, maybe about 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. He started venturing out on his, himself to perform, uh, had his own equipment. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would get tracks and perform with them. And when I saw that, I was like, man, okay, maybe I can do that. Yeah. Um, so He was like an inspiration. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. My homie, yeah. Sometimes that's all it really takes. Yeah. You know, that 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 visual. Mm-hmm. To be like, oh, hold on, I could do this too, man. Mm-hmm. The hell I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? And and eventually when I started seeing it, mm-hmm. I was like, wait a minute. I can make this kind of money without being with the band, without splitting the funds up. <laughs> and I can get the whole pot. You get the whole bag. Without doing as much as a band would do. Like with the live band, mm-hmm. live band performs maybe two to three hours. Mm-hmm. What I would make with the live band in those two to three hours, I make triple that by myself in one hour. Wow, one yeah. hour? Yeah, man. Okay, but <laughs> how are you playing 
solo, like where are all the other instruments coming from? You got like a CD in the background? So, so, or so I perform with tracks and uh, uh-huh. I kind of I just know who I'm performing for mm-hmm. um, and the occasion, whatever it is. And mm-hmm. then I choose uh, my songs, you know, by that. Okay. Yeah. Right. And that man started to innovate. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Getting that cake. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, so, what would you say is your favorite genre to play? Favorite genre is R and B. Okay. I don't know why I thought I figured you was gonna say that. <laughs> Just from seeing you on stage, man. Yes. R and B. Okay. Okay. I, I love to uh, set the mood, a sexy mood. Yeah. Um, I, I love it. I love it. I love the reaction I get. I love what I see. When I see people's reaction when I'm performing, yeah. So I just um, I've been given the name uh, Mr. Set the Mood. Mr. Set the Mood. Yeah, okay, that's kind of dope. So I thought that was pretty cool. I'm like, whoa, okay, I like that. I can I like see that, that fitting. <laughs> no, nah, man, because I've seen man. Have you seen this man play? You know the reaction that you've received. Yeah. You know. So what would you say? What, what kind of vibration does the saxophone let off because i've seen some women curl up and man so so the energy man is is uh indescribable Uh um so what i like to say is i want my audience to feel what i'm feeling when i perform Mm -hmm. because music goes deeper than the note okay yeah so if i can get them to feel what i'm feeling when i'm performing Mm -hmm then I know I did my job. Okay. Especially when I get the fellas to break down, then I really know I did my job. I know. <laughs> I, know I really did my job, man. But he yeah. get the fellas to break down. <laughs> you know that's tough. Yeah. You know dudes going to be like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, they, and they'll come up to me and be like, bruh, man, you did your thing, man. You did your thing, man. Dude. Man, yeah, you did your thing, and you know they they you know you keep it a little tough. You yeah, know, but, but, uh, but, but yeah, yeah, I know they. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Have you ever thought about making your own saxophone? No, no, I, no? Okay. I don't, yeah, I wouldn't want to touch that. I really, let, I let the professionals do that. Now, I've actually um, refurbished uh, my own saxophone from top to bottom, mm-hmm. changing pads, springs, mm-hmm. and. Uh, keys and all of that. I've done that. Okay. Yeah. So I've I've rebuilt one. Okay. 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 So would you say like learning an instrument helps you be a better songwriter? Um, So I know you write your own songs too. Yeah. Okay. Um, That's a, that's difficult to answer. I don't know if it, I, I think it's, I think you can groom your gift Mm-hmm. Of songwriting, but I think it's something within you. Okay, I don't, I don't know if music creates it for you. I think it it helps develop it because mm-hmm. um, you 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 learn melodies and and know what you want to do with the lyrics. Um, um, but yeah, I think it's more of a, a gift. Okay. Yeah. No, that's true. Yeah. Especially when it comes to the songwriting, yeah. did you always have that, or was it? The sax and then the songwriting came later. Sax. Definitely first. Okay. Yeah, definitely first sax. Um, I kind of saw myself as a bit of a poet when I was younger. Because I, I used to like to write okay. poetry to the girls. And, okay. And, 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 
and thought I was doing something. So, <laughs> so it kind of developed from that also. Okay, so do you do you ever sing on stage? Are you singing? Like, you know what? And <laughs> don't too many people know this. I used to sing with a group, and it was a gospel group. Called okay, Consecrated for Christ. I don't know. I don't know if the fellas who who were in the group would get a chance to hear this. Yeah, but people used to uh, liking us to commission the YNNs. Mm-hmm. So we we, we were, I don't want to say not quartet, but it was a four piece mm-hmm. um, contemporary. Okay, yeah, man. So yeah, I used, I used to sing. I used to write for the group. Uh, so okay, yeah. Because you are a songwriter too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, man, got all of it all in yeah. one. But how did you survive the pandemic? By the grace of God. Because I, I chose and did you have to pivot? You know what? I I honestly have to say I did not fall off. I did not fall off. So you were still getting booked for shows? I was still getting booked. and But the the thing is... It it was for sad occasions. Okay. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But I brought comfort to those families that that lost loved ones. Okay. And I mean, it was a lot of work. A lot of work. Um, you know. And I kinda hate to say that 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 was the one of the reasons I didn't fall off, mm-hmm. but that was one of the reasons I didn't. Okay, but but the like I said on the, on the brighter side of it, I had an opportunity to bring a lot of comfort mm-hmm. to families uh, with inspirational music, uh, gospel music. Okay, and um, at first um, it was real tough on me. To, I'm, I'm to, sure. To sit, yeah, and and go through and watch people go through what they went through Mm -hmm. and um it it actually took a toll on me at first okay um i at one point i wanted to stop but i i had to look outside of myself and see what i was giving back to the families yes um through music so that's one of the reasons i i continued to do it okay so it was a selfless moment yeah sort of bigger picture Yeah. yeah okay okay yeah do you feel like there's any void missing in your genre that you're filling? I believe so. Um, cause there is no me. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, hey. So there is a void. Yeah. Um, I think other people have been in the space that I'm trying to go, mm-hmm. but my presentation is a little bit different. So I'm bringing my flavor to it. Okay. Yeah. So we know your name is Keenan the Experience, right? Uh-huh. So what kind of experience are your fans experiencing? So <clears throat> like like I mentioned earlier, um it's just a vibe that I bring to them. Mhm. Um my my body language when I perform. Okay. Um they see all of that and they take it in. Um so that's why I say music goes deeper than the note because they feel the energy that I'm giving off when yeah. I'm performing, um, not just the skill level. Mm-hmm. So the skill level is the basic part of it. 
But when you have that energy and that vibe on top of it, that's like the icing on the cake. Yeah. Um, so my experience, it's, I, I just, I've never seen anybody do it. Okay. <laughs> the way I do it. Um, so I don't, I don't, I kind of don't want to even explain it because somebody might try to steal it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I saw you performing at the G&G Awards. Yes, yes. How was that experience? Man, that was a uh, shout out to uh, Diva. Yes. And um, Shanika. Um, uh, those two young ladies um, mm-hmm. started the, uh, the award show. Mm-hmm. And um, we met and they, they really fell in love with, with how I perform, how I play. And they asked me to be a part of it. And I said, why wouldn't I be? Of course. Yeah. So they reached out to you. They, it was kind of mutual. So, okay. um, I did a show with them, uh-huh. um, on their podcast. Okay. And, um, after that performance, they were like, we got to have him on the show. Yeah. And I was like, humbly. Yes, I would definitely do it. No, of course. Yeah. They, yeah. That's a great uh, actual award show, man. Yeah. I've been amazing. twice. Amazing, man, what they what they do and the women that they uh, recognize and, yeah. and, and honor. No, for sure. Yeah. How much preparation has to go into your set? It, it used to be a lot um, mm-hmm. when I first started out because I I didn't know myself. Now that I know myself, it comes natural. Because uh-huh. uh, I can I can I can see a crowd and, and pick up the vibe on what I should do. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'll have something planned out to mm-hmm. perform. Um, but I'll get there and I'll see the mood and the crowd, if it's a younger crowd, older crowd, and I'll change. I'll change some of some of my uh songs mm-hmm. to fit to fit the the audience okay yeah have you ever had to improvise much um when i'm with bands i'm doing a lot of improvising normally with me the if if i'm soloing by myself the only uh improvisation is seeing the crowd and 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 knowing how to shift because of the crowd and and the age so i'm okay some hip-hop yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Or if it's an older crowd, I'll kind of go, you know, back into the '80s and '70s and touch a little bit of that. Okay. Or if if it's a, a crowd that wants a little bit more jazzy stuff, you know, I'll touch that. So yeah. So I touch a little bit of everything. All right. We'll sprinkle yeah. razzle yeah, dazzle. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Are you a business owner, entrepreneur, entertainer, and you got a story to tell? You want to get your brand out there to the world? Well, you reach the right place. Let's set up an exclusive interview. Between me and you, I talk great. And we're going to go ahead and get your brand out there to the world. But here what you do. Go ahead and send me an email with the words gray at italkgraymedia at gmail.com. See you soon. Do you think we're, like, missing the grown man music in today's music? Uh, To be honest with you, yeah, I think we are. Um, We we lost a little bit on R&B, especially uh, with our males. Um, Yeah. Um, like we still have Tank, uh, we still yeah. have um, uh, Chris Brown, um, uh, a 
Avant is still there. Uh, he is? Uh, yeah, he's still there. I, I still, ain't he, seen him in a minute now. I seen him in a minute, but he still got some, some stuff <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the background. So, okay, okay. Uh, but uh, but that, that's exactly what I'm talking about. So yeah. we, we've kind of fallen off from from that that male R&B mm-hmm. set to move. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, we need that, man. Yeah, you know, man. that boys to men. Oh, and the groups. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, so uh, can you even name a group now? R and B. I don't think 112 is still around. Uh, I don't know. Jagged Edge. Uh, yeah, yeah. Nah, nah, I don't really think. No, yeah, you can't. Because I think the music industry has changed to where they're uh, more focused on solo artists because I guess the singles move better. Because mm-hmm. I know down here we had Pretty Ricky. Yeah. You know. That was a minute. Yeah. That was a minute. Damn, is there? That's what I'm saying. They ain't even no more Maroon Five. You know? yeah. Even with them, now you don't really see no groups. Yeah, I mean, I think the only thing is, is, is you know, solo acts. The, the brothers from overseas, um, overseas, the younger Asian, the Asian brothers. Who that? I man, the younger kids know. Oh yeah, I don't know. <laughs> See, so. I gotta ask my daughter, man. I don't know. I don't know nothing over there. But you ask them, they'll know. Yeah, they'll yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, those those guys are pretty hot out here. Okay, you know? okay, okay. So how do you make sure you stay original in your craft? I like no. I don't think nobody's touching what I'm doing. And like I said, I'm me. Mm-hmm. So I just try to step it up a notch. Each and every time uh-huh. when I go out, um, so uh, I'm I'm really trying to get this music together to put it out um, mm-hmm. before somebody, <laughs> <laughs> before somebody else do yeah, it. Yeah, but even if they do, like like you said, they still can't do it. And not me, exactly. Not you know, me. and that's a superpower just within itself. Exactly, exactly. So, to you, right? What's the difference between a musician and an artist, and which one would you consider yourself to be? I, I think I'm both. So okay, yeah. that I think I'm, <laughs> hey, hey, you said he both. Well, I, I you know what I'm gonna change that because I know myself. All right, I, I know I'm both. Okay, and the reason I say that is because a musician doesn't necessarily have to be groomed mm-hmm. or uh, move a certain way. Okay, or uh, an artist I think is more groomed. Um, has a specific uh, purpose mm-hmm. in what they're doing, and they have a brand. Uh, not all of them, but the artist is more on the side of a brand. Okay. Um, so I, I think I've created my own brand, and I am a musician. Okay. So. Okay. So you have the brand, right? Mm-hmm. So. What are some ways you getting paid outside of the music? Outside of the music? Yeah. So I, I still have a nine to five. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually. Okay, ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> um, I, if I chose to, I could go full time music, but I haven't chosen to because I don't. I, I want to rise a little bit to a different level before mm-hmm. I make that decision, but um. Now, my Clark Kent is uh, office manager of a doctor's office. P- okay, a Clark Kent. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I feel that. 
So that's okay. So how would you say you're leveraging your nine to five to assist you with your keening experience? So I'm the office manager, Mm -hmm. so I can kind of move a little bit different Mm -hmm. when I need to move. Mm -hmm. Um, So I have I have a little leeway um, Mm -hmm. when it comes to like shows and making sure I can get there on time or if if it's out of town, Mm -hmm. I can, you know, set my schedule um, to where I'm off, where I can you know, okay. You know, do my gigs. Are there any skill sets in your position that you can use as an artist? So, um, we didn't mention, uh, even though I went to the army, mm-hmm. I did graduate from college. Uh, oh, you did? Yeah. So I have yeah. my I have my degree in business finance. Okay. Yeah. So you yeah. bought your money? Yeah, I know, I know a little bit about money. But <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So how are you getting paid for these shows? Like, how does that process go? <clears throat> so normally what I do is I have my website, mm-hmm. com. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Plug it in. Um, I have my website. Um, so normally people will uh, go there mm-hmm. um, to book me or inquire. Mm-hmm. Um, so once they send me an inquiry, um, I'll check it out. I, I at least give them, uh, uh, or, or allow them to give me 48 hours to respond. Okay. Um, and I'll see what they are looking for. And if they're a little vague, then we'll speak. I'll talk to them to see exactly what they want and give them some advice on how, you know, it can be set up and moved, um, and, and put together. Okay. Um, once we do that, uh, I draw up an agreement um, where uh, a deposit is paid to lock in the date. Got to get that deposit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, and five days prior, the balance is due. Okay. Um, so when I'm performing, there is nothing holding me back from allowing you to see the full Keenan experience. Money isn't on my mind. I'm not okay. worried about trying to find the person who got to pay me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For them after the show and all of that good stuff. So All that's already handled. Yeah, so all of that is taken care of. And that was one of the issues that I had when I was performing with bands. Mm. Um, we had to wait until we got our money. And sometimes it can be a month later. And you losing Damn. track. Yeah, you losing track of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, man. And I was like, you know what? Uh, Life is yeah, life, yeah. and you <laughs> might forget real quick. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. So do you have a set fee, or are you into negotiations? I I, I do have a set fee, mm-hmm. and uh, depending on what they're looking for, I can negotiate. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Ain't nothing wrong with negotiation, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? So what do you feel like your purpose is as a musician? My purpose, I believe, is to... I present my music to the world. Mm-hmm. And when I say the world, I'm not just talking about the U.S. I'm talking about the world because I do have some fans that are on the other side of the world. I um, saw that, that you played in Africa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I performed in Africa. Um, That's so dope. Yeah, man. That, that. oh, my God, that was an experience, man. I could imagine. Um, the motherland? Yeah, man. And, and it wasn't all beautiful. Um, really? No, 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 no. So it, 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 it was rough at certain times, man. What? Like how? Like what happened? Uh, man. Tell us. So <clears throat> where I performed, um, and at this particular time, it was uh, in ministry mm-hmm. uh, for gospel music. 
mm-hmm. and um, we we went to areas that that weren't tourist areas. So I saw Ooh. a lot of um, uh, man, uh, just people that were dilapidated. Um, what part of Africa was this? This was in Nigeria. Nigeria, okay. Yeah. Um, Lagos? Uh, Lagos and Wari. Okay. Um, man, just to see those people mm-hmm. in that state, man, was... and But the thing about it, they were some of the happiest people that I could have ever met. Yeah. I mean, like joyous man and yeah but their conditions we we would not stand yeah for for that um i'm talking about sewage just draining on the side of the roads um living in uh like put together pieces of tin wow and wood and when you're driving on the road you can smell mm-hmm. like the sewage that's mm-hmm. that's draining on it. It was it was crazy. Man. Wow, it was, it was it was an experience, but but crazy. Yeah, you know I've been to Africa and to Kenya, mm-hmm. and the living conditions wasn't what we would normally want to be in, mm-hmm. but they were happier. Right, right. You know, so I think sometimes it's just the illusion that we live in, thinking that we need all of these right, gadgets right. and the exactly. Netflix and the you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. phones and this yeah. and it's. Yeah. Not necessarily. You don't really need that. You can yeah. still be happy. You yeah. know what I mean. You can be with, happy with all that. With less, man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, in your opinion, right? Who would you say is the better artist, Prince or Michael? Ooh. Ooh. So. <laughs> uh, oh man, y'all forgive me out there. <laughs> um, but I'm a musician, uh-huh. so. I have to lean towards Prince because he is a musician okay. all around. I mean, this yeah. guy played several instruments. Um, and when you can do that, um, that that's amazing to me. Um, to be able to to switch from from drums to keyboards to guitar. Yeah. Man, that that's that's amazing, man. And I know a few musicians like that. These guys are awesome, man. Awesome musicians. So, do you think that's important in order to have the perfect blend? No, I don't. Okay. I don't think so. But for you just to have that under your belt, mm-hmm. I mean, some bragging points yeah, right there. Man. I mean, beyond bragging points, because yeah. you can do yourself what it takes three to four other people to do, especially when you're talking about recording. Yeah. Um, you, you're you one man show. Yeah. You know? No, Prince is bad. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of people get him misconstrued because he kind of had the femininity going on, you know, in the mm-hmm. walk. I don't know if you saw the uh, the clip where they said he he did, he was the first to do the Beyonce. We gonna get, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I'm not even on front. The way he walked out there. I ain't give a damn. That man had on pink man, and he was, killed that ish. Man, pre- Prince was a, a yeah. bad boy. I don't care what nobody say. And he I did the care. same thing. Like care. the way they matched it up mm-hmm. with the Beyonce song, mm-hmm. he did it better than her. Yeah. 
And like you couldn't say that man was, you know, dumb and, people. And the thing about it, he did a lot of ghostwriting. Yeah. That people don't know about. He wrote for so many different artists in yeah. different genres. Yeah. That we don't even know about because it he he, he ghost, you know, he Yeah. Yeah. So but Mike was a bad boy too. Yes, oh we can't God. leave out Mike, man, but Mike. I I see why you chose Prince. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's my musician side. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. The artist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay, so, man, you got a new single coming out. Yes, sir. You yes, know, sir. tell us a little bit about that, how that came together. So, man, this was interesting. Uh, I, when I finally found myself mm -hmm. and decided, and when I knew who I was, I was yeah. like, I got to present something to the world. Mm -hmm. Just me. I got to, how I do it, how I want to do it, and... That's when I decided to 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 take this journey to to start creating music for myself and, and presenting it. So my first single is called "Take Our Time." Okay, take our time. Yes, yes, yes. All right. So I have a vocalist on on the uh, track because um, I like um, I, I consider since I'm the lead mm -hmm. on the on the track, mm -hmm. everything else is an instrument. So even vocals are instruments to me. So they play a part in just adding a adding some flavor to it, so I put a vocalist on it. And um, the the weird thing about me when I was doing this track, um, the young lady that uh, did the vocals, awesome vocalist. Um, okay, I had never met her. Even after the track was done, I had never met her. I didn't even know. Who she was. Who so how y'all link? Like, so it's it's crazy, and the weird thing about it is, we still haven't spoken to this day. What? But I know who she is. <laughs> so how does? I mean, we know the power of technology, you know. But how does happen? So uh, the the producers um, that I work with mm -hmm. on the song, um, originally, the song was supposed to be a clip for a movie. Okay. Just an insert, insert for a uh, a romantic scene, mm. and the movie fell fell through. It didn't work out. So mm -hmm. I'm like, I can't let this go to waste. So I just went ahead and created it into a whole song. Okay. And, and and develop it as my own. Man, that's dope. Yeah, that's crazy. So are you signed to a label? Or are you independent I'm, artist? I'm, I'm independent right now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So how are you working out distribution? So the song, uh, I'm doing all independent distribution. Um, okay. And people who know music uh, know the different uh, distribution avenues you can go through um, to uh, get your music out there. All so right. I, I don't want to give away all of that because I want somebody to kind of do, do some research. Really? You want to get your music out there. Get some, do some research. Don't be lazy. Okay. Okay. Um, I feel you. Because I, I couldn't be lazy. Okay. I had to get out there. You want to give the sauce of the person who don't know necessarily how to distribute their music yet. Get out there. Get okay. Out there. I mean, it's so many. It's so easy now. You know. Yeah. I had to learn that. Um. That that it's that it's easy. Okay. So you can get your music out there. So are you? Is this just a single, or is this going to be like an album? So it's going to lead up to uh five song. Uh, okay. Uh, LP. Okay. And uh, two videos. So I actually have hey. a video for the uh, the single. The single is going to be released this Thursday. 
I forgot to tell you that. Yeah, so hey. Dropping this Thursday. Okay, yeah. okay. Y'all make sure y'all go check that out. Spotify, uh, Amazon, iTunes, Apple Music. Yeah. So it's going to be on all major platforms. Yes. Okay. All major platforms. And you dig it in your own pocket for yes. all of this. Yes. All right, so you own your masters. I own everything. Okay, okay. <laughs> yes, sir. We don't, we don't, we don't want to lose my naughty. Yeah, right, there, right, you know? right, right, right. They still might try to come after me, right? <laughs> man, that is so dope, man. So what was the, like, recording experience like? So I, I've, all, I've had experience in the studio. I've performed mm-hmm. with some other artists, single artists, okay. doing solo uh, tracks for them. Um, so, so I'm familiar with studio and, and, and all of that good stuff. So all right. being in the studio wasn't, wasn't an issue. Okay. Yeah. It was landslide. Yeah. So have you written for other artists before? I have not. No. No. Okay. I have not. I have not. But I, I would love one day to, uh, do some collaborations with, with some major artists. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one of my goals. All right. Eventually do that. Yeah. So how do you find your spark to write as an artist? It just comes to me. I can be uh, hearing someone else's song. Mm. I could be watching a movie. Okay. Um, I c- it can be something that someone said, and it'll spark. Uh, yeah. Um, and most of the time when I write, I write from titles. Okay, so you have the title first. Yes. Then you lay it. Okay. Yes. All right. I write from titles. Yeah. Okay, so okay. I'll, 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 I can hear a saying, um, like, let it go. And then uh, that's that's my song, let it go. And mm-hmm. the whole song can and, and branch out into it'll navigate you on yeah. through the whole process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So how do you balance the love for music with the business that comes with the music? Um it, it I think and I I think this can be uh uh Achilles heel to a lot of musicians mm-hmm. because we're so focused on music and and being so in depth with chords and and melodies to where we forget about the music side of it, marketing side of it. And I think yes. you can just like when they say if a tree falls in the forest, can you hear it? If you're not there, can you? No, you can't hear it. Mm-hmm. So you can have a beautiful song. But if you don't know how to get it out there, market it, and get it to the masses, then that song is just sitting there, kind of, yeah. you know, collecting cobwebs. Yeah, <laughs> it's a collectible at this point. Yeah, yeah. so um, I, I've learned um, just through watching other people. Okay. So it's I, I didn't have to learn it through experience. I learned it through watching other people. You got to be on top of that business side of it making sure uh, your stuff is copywritten. If stuff needs to be trademarked, have it trademarked. Okay. Um, getting it to to the United States through the trade, you know, through yeah. copywriting and, and all of that. So um, making sure you own your own stuff before yes. it gets out there. Um, and, you know, you don't have to worry about anybody stealing anything. No, facts, big facts. Yeah. Go through that process, man. Spend yeah. that money. I tell artists all the time, you got to allocate those dollars outside of just recording mm-hmm. to the marketing to making sure your stuff is protected. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so what do you want your listeners to take from this piece of art? The the single? Yes. So the single is, and and you, you'll get the gist of it um, when you see the video. 
Okay. So I'm actually having an event, um, almost like a watch party, but it'll be a little bit upscaled. Um, All right. And so when I did the video, it's more than just a music video, me walking around with the sax in my hand looking like I'm playing. Okay. So I almost, I did it like a short film. So it has acting in it. Um, but that kind of yeah, I got actors in it. And the Spike kinda, Lee joint going on. Yeah, almost like a little short film. So it's, <laughs> All right. it's about nine minutes long. What? Yeah. yeah. Okay, and, like bring out the popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then uh, the acting leads into the uh, video, so it kind of ex- explains. Since I'm a musician, mm-hmm. sometimes people don't know what I'm thinking when I'm playing. You get the feel of it. You feel the emotion of it. Um, but you don't get the true idea of what I'm trying to say. Yes. Because the music, you know, pretty much doesn't have any words. You yeah. can feel it, though. Yeah, you just feel so, it. So that's why sometimes I like to bring in vocalists to kind of give you a hint or or uh, um, a tagline of, of, of what I'm trying to express. Okay. Um, so in the song, it talks about me and the young lady spending time together and, and this doesn't have to end. We're going to take our time and enjoy this because I know right. the music takes me away. Yeah. Um, and she doesn't really care about all of the music, all of the money. She just wants time. And a lot of women, they that's want what that they time. want. They want that time. No, that's true. I mean, even though a lot of them now want the money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. they do modern, want the time. You modern know? women. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, man. But, but when they get the money, then what do they want? They want that time. No, that's true. They want that time. No. So it all boils back down to to, to that natural feminine energy. Yes. Um, that that um, uh, overshadows them, takes them over, and, and and controls them. Facts. Yeah. Okay, man. This was so dope, brother. Yeah. I'm so glad you came through. We got a chance to get to know more yeah. about you. You know what I'm yeah. saying? The Keenan experience. The Keenan yes sir let everybody know where they can find you at so you can definitely go to my website www.thekeenanexperience.com you can find me on instagram the keenan experience uh facebook the keenan experience and also i'll give you my name keenan pinkney p-i-n-k-n-e-y you can find me on facebook there so it's kind of all a little bit of everything there yeah that man yeah. gave you his government, so he, <laughs> you know he's serious. <laughs> well, brother, it's been a pleasure to have you on. I can't wait, man. We got to get at the premiere, man. I got to yeah, get front man. row seats. Oh, of course, man. You know you got to be there, man. Of course, you man. You got to be there. Yes, sir. Man, y'all already know what it is, man. It's your boy, Mr. Williams. I talk gray, and we out of here. Yes, yeah. sir.